We like to party till the break of dawn. We like to party all night long. We like to party till the break of dawn. We like to party. hear this song you know what it is it is the webs and we wait i gotta i gotta who told you start singing oh i i thought it was a fun way to come in oh no it wasn't a fun way to start the show sure hey everyone (laughs) i just had my enthusiasm crushed (laughs) <laughs> we singing now? What? Why not? Yeah, like I haven't sang on episodes before. I don't know. I break that, out in the song randomly. That was a lot. Anyway, <laughs> man. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome to Where Are the Webs, aka Keeping Up with the Webs, Webs Worldwide, Worldwide Webs. Your favorite auntie and uncle, King Queen of Three Day Weekend. Woo! International uh, Webs. International. Ba-ba-ba-ba. International. Worldwide, all of that. You know what it is. It's month Sunday. Sunday night. You, you singing more again? Singing. <laughs> it's just more singing. I got a song <laughs> in my heart. Okay, it's go. In my I'm spirit. sorry. Don't let me kill your enthusiasm. You crushed it in the you beginning. Go, you go, go you right ahead. Care about my dreams. <laughs> all of a sudden, you, you you're a singer now. Anyway, coming to you live from the laundry room. <laughs> <laughs> See, hopefully y'all don't hear. <laughs> it's real life, right? It's real, real life real situations. <laughs> we really do laundry. <laughs> hopefully that washing machine is not too loud in the background. Dog is in the background. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> At least we didn't expect no deliveries this time. Yes. Uber Eats showing up in the middle of the podcast. Oops. <laughs> so welcome back and welcome to all new listeners. Yay! Yes. Thank you to anybody if this is your first time, 100th time. Can't be 100th time. It will be your 67th time. Sure. Oh. Or if you, if anybody that's listening to an episode more than one time, hey, shout out to you too. Thank you. That's right. That's Appreciate right. It. Gratitude with an attitude. All the aggressive gratitude. As always, yes. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, whatever you do. Shout out to our uh, patrons. Yes. Yeah. Um, also, if you don't know where you can find us and follow all of our adventures, we are on the Facebook, Where the Webs. Spell it out like a sentence. Where the Webs on Facebook. We are on Instagram. Put it all together. Where the webs? Where the webs on Instagram? Also, still occasionally, shells and drums. Shells with an S and drums on Instagram. And <laughs> I know last week I was firing shots. This week I have been on my Instagram pages. Mrs. Webb has been on all her Instagrams. You can find me at Psyching Out Loud, P S Y C H I N G Out Loud on Instagram. 
my business, Mindful Living Counseling, LLC, on the Instagram and on the Facebook. And also, Phenomenal Yoga, P-H-E-N-O-M-E-N-A-L, Yoga. Had an update recently. Yay. Cool. That's what's up. Where can they find you? Marcus Webb is my name. Marcus Webb on Facebook. Marcus Webb 1984 on Instagram. Also, Marcus Webb 84 on Snapchat. So, follow me. Oh, I am also on Snapchat at least once a week at Love Therapy, L U V T H E R A P Y. Woo! What? What? No, uh, I was just yay. We also, <laughs> uh, yeah, we made it through that uh, email. If you want to comment, suggestions, feedback, the email address is where are the webs? Then the number one at gmail.com. Drop us an email. We try to reply. Also, shout out to the official photographer at Where the Webs, MarsRenePhotography.com. Please. Book her. Hashtag book her. Book her. Get your, get your summer photos in. Get get your matching outfits, white shirt, jeans, whatever you want to do. You know. You know. Get your family summer, together. Summer themed. Get you a get you a get nice little, little photo outfit. shoot. Your little <laughs> your little linen outfit. Like you going to a Frankie Beverly and Maze concert. Woo. Yeah. All right. So any emails, feedback, check yourself from last week. Uh, we got a great, a hilarious. Email in response to Game of Thrones. Sure did. Um, and <laughs> it was I, not the spicy email we were expecting. Yeah. So when you called someone out directly, I still haven't received that email, but I did get an email from from another Game of Thrones fan who agreed with me, who that, agreed with us. Yeah, that there was no way anybody could be satisfied with that ending. It could have definitely ended a lot better. The whole last season could have been a lot better. And I only had one person say that they actually liked it. Yep. I've heard that this person likes it. <laughs> so, yes. But anyway, moving on, man. Find Let's find new shows. What, what are we watching next? Let's, let's talk about that. Send me an email. What are we watching next? What should we? What's the new Game of Thrones? Well, I don't know about new Game of Thrones, but I do know everybody's watching the Ava DuVernay. Um, when they see us. Oh yeah, that's on Netflix. Um, I'll, we can watch that sometime. You next sounded week. so unenthused just now, no. even though I know you were hyped about no, it. I really do <laughs> want to watch the series. It, I'm, you know, the story behind it the central park five i've been you know aware of this story for damn feels like damn near my whole life anyway because <laughs> there's actually a um, a great documentary out there on on the same subject sometimes it's just like the subject matter is not the thing you want you don't it ain't gonna get you hype you ain't gonna be real excited it's probably gonna be slightly depressing yeah I'm after sure. you watch it but it was the way you said that was like you know i've known about this for, <laughs> for years i mean who doesn't know this story who doesn't know the story i was just sitting here like five. i was just sitting here like oh so you you like the old head so you're like yeah. oh y'all just y'all just getting on this man i remember back when it when it happened <laughs> shut up <laughs> they were talking about them boys running through uh, Central Park, trying to say they, you know, <laughs> raped a jogger. I, I knew 
Then I knew back then it didn't happen. Ruin the boys' lives. So, starting in our topics. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Gotta stay ready. Stay ready, stay ready. These would be great if we could ever keep a straight face after you played one of them. They all sound so damn stupid. (laughs) I kind of like it. So where have the webs been this week? Uh, Mostly at the house, which is nice. For for a little change up. I've been in this house we moved in what like a, a month ago about a, yes. exactly a month ago yes and i probably have spent a full two weeks maybe in in here maybe two weeks maybe two weeks yes so it, it was good this week to be back home have somewhat of a normal routine um where have we been first i know this isn't on the paper shout out to the nephew Graduated, Yay! graduated. You know, shout out to graduates. And man, I never thought I would be like, like I, it's a high school graduation. I was like, all right, let's just go show up. But I actually was a little like emotional. Like, oh man, look at these little, all these little diverse little black and brown faces. You know, these and they reading off their accomplishments, and I'm like, damn man, these kids. I don't know if they know it or not, but they got the whole world ahead of them. They have so much time, and it was it was kind of ins- inspirational and motivational to me to be just go to a high school graduation. Yeah, like they. So it's Ar Johnson. Woo! Shout out to Ar Johnson, class of two thousand two, right here. Woo! What does that have to do with it? I'm just. It's a legacy, oh, but okay. I was. I mean, it's a legacy by my nephew. Whatever. <laughs> you, it's two of you. <laughs> two of us. But A.R. Johnson is a magnet school True. here in Georgia. Yes. And they said it was ranked, what, 12th? In the top remember. schools of the state? Somewhere around there? It's in the top. Okay? So these kids that are graduating, I'm in no slouch. You know? They had to do something to stay there. Most of them. Yes, <laughs> most of them. They had to, but they seriously had to maintain a certain level of GPA, right? Or, or you'll you know, get sent back to your regular high zone school. Zone school, right? So there weren't a whole lot of graduates. Like it's a small graduating class. Yeah, it was, they had a, a small enough class that they could read off each name and read off each kid's accomplishments and scholarships, and still it right. was done in like under. It was still like an hour. A little over an hour. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, to your point, they, they're they reading off these. These kids got over a million dollars in scholarships total mm. out of this small class. They have certificates. They have certifications. Some of them are, are CNAs already. Mm. Um, licensed. Pharmacy techs. Yeah, just, wow, man. Dual enrollment, all this stuff. Mm. I mean, these kids were impressive. I remember the group I graduated with. We had none of that. Like that, it was, it was one kid in there going to like Brown University. I was like Ivy League school. Right. Shit. This, this is what I'm saying. It was, it was beautiful. It was great to see. Um, and then we had had lunch together. 
I didn't expect to be overwhelmed with emotion, but I was. So it's cool. Proud of that young man. Keep keep going, bro. This is just the beginning. That's right. So yes, shout out to him. Yay! That, I just thought of that. So yeah, we were there. Also, we spent some time in a city, little uh, short road trip. Yes. We went to Aiken, South Carolina. Woo! Not our first time in Aiken, South Carolina, <laughs> but you know, exploring different places. One of our favorite places in Aiken is the Downtown Alley Tap Room. If you are a fan of the brews, like we are a fan of the brews. Or wine. What a, they got, like, yeah. So, basically, you had a lot of different things on tap, mm-hmm. right? It's an interesting concept. You come in, you give them your card, like credit or debit card, give them your ID, make sure you're of age, and they give you a bracelet. It's like uh, one of those bracelets with the chip in it. And you go up to the particular tap, beer tap, wine tap, whatever you, you want to partake of. You activate the tap by holding up the little bracelet to the tap, and you can pour by the ounce. And then, you know, once you finish, you're ready to go. You cash out, and you give them their bracelet back. Yeah. But, yeah. One of the best things about it, like you were saying, it's beer, it's wine, there's kombucha, there's root root beer. beer. Um, and it's really root beer, not like alcoholic root beer, and mead. They got all varieties of, you know, brewed. And then they're all um, on the taps. They tell you the alcohol by volume, and they tell you how much they are per ounce. So if you just want to walk up and sample a whole bunch of stuff, it's not going to cost you anything but pennies on a dollar, unless you pour yourself a full a full glass. Yeah. So I mean, you and you could do that too. If you're not the part, you know exactly what you want to drink. Go ahead and pour you a full cup of that. But that's still gonna come out like very inexpensive. Cheaper than yeah. you would buying a beer. Most places, yeah. Yeah. So shout out to the Alley Tap Room. Alley Tap Room, and then we went to their. I think they're affiliated, like their sister restaurant, Whiskey Alley. Now I have been stalking them on the Instagram for quite some time. Quite some time. And I was like, man, I really... This weekend, I made it my mission to go to Aiken, which sounds crazy when I say it out loud. Because who is fighting to go to Aiken? Most people, when you think of South Carolina, you think of a few key places. Columbia, Charleston. Myrtle Beach. That's about it. Hilton Head. Okay. But you see coastal. (laughs) Except for for Columbia. Greenville, South Carolina. Okay, in Greenville. Primarily coastal. Yeah. But there's very few other places that you're like, oh, yeah, let me let me stop over in here and see what's, what's going on over here. Yeah. But because we live in Augusta or in the Augusta area, we become familiar with Aiken. The, yeah, Aiken and the closer areas, North Augusta, Aiken, and Columbia. Columbia. Yeah. So I didn't know if you wanted to get into the restaurant here or save it for our review. Up to you, Mr. Webb. It don't matter to me. Yeah, that's what you just... Well, okay, we'll we'll say Whiskey Alley for the review because we don't have nothing else for reviews. We can, like we we didn't listen to an album or nothing. Didn't watch I, a I movie feel like sometimes week. y'all are probably like, "What are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? What do you do?" Life. I do life. That's I what... did watch RuPaul's Drag Race finale, so that's what I watched. We want to talk about stuff we watched this week. I 
didn't watch that. That's about all I got. Okay, so moving in to our next topic. Ah, uh, I, I low-key wanted that to be longer some, somehow. Transition! That one, <laughs> that one left me like, what? It trailed off. Okay. So, All right, so we got a bunch of random <laughs> topics this week, things that made the news, things that popped up on uh, social media. So here we go. We're going to do it. First up, comedian Monique is back in the news. Last time we heard from Monique, she was getting touched by Steve Harvey. Wait, what? You know what I'm talking about. I mean, but the way you said it, though. You, they know what I mean. Not like that. Yes. Yeah, comedian Monique, who has just been, I think, since Precious. I don't know, like, it's just been, like, one thing. Like, she just pops up every now and then for different stuff. Yeah. Like, telling people to suck her, you know what? Yeah. And. Boycott Netflix. Yeah. You ain't made me laugh in a real long time, Monique, but. She's anyway. got a, she got a residency out in Vegas. Okay. So did them <laughs> people who got they throat ate by the tiger. Wait, what? What's the Siegfried and Roy? So Penn and Teller. So, okay. So anyway. um this may not have made like front page news, but it was something we came across and found it interesting, right? Yeah. So during her stand up set and there's no video of this. This is the account of one of a blogger. Yes. And some other people picked it up and ran with it. Yes. But once we tell you what she said, it does not sound out of character for Monique. What she allegedly said. According okay. to the blogger. Allegedly. That you know, allegedly is your word so you don't get sued. You sued. say allegedly. Okay. <laughs> anyway, this uh blogger attended the residency and with a lot of high profile comedy shows they make you lock up your cell phones. Yes. Um that's something that we've had to do when we went to see Dave Chappelle. I think we had to do it more than once. Yeah. Um I can't remember my who was the other person? DL Hughley? No. No. DL Hughley's gonna make you like lock, lock no. up your cell phone. But it's it's not un- uncommon. Yeah, they, it's cuz I mean they're the material they're probably gonna Comedians don't just come up with different sets every single night. They do the set over and over again. A lot of times they are like working it out and trying to master it so you can actually eventually do use it in a special or something. But if it's already been posted by somebody else already on the internet, that kind of ruins the joke. So, anyway, side note. So consider this ruined. Maybe. But during her set, at some point, she said that it would behoove black women to allow black men to have side chicks and that monogamy was born out of white supremacy yes so it was unnatural and ergo black women should allow yeah black men have side chicks and the blogger who's talking about this said this was one of the things she took issue with the other was that Monique seemed to continuously, repeatedly refer to women, particularly black women, as bitches, and black men were always referred to as kings. 
And she said, you know, as our kings, they should be able to sleep with whoever they want. Blah, blah, blah. Have somebody on the side and so forth. Now, I have heard of a lot of things being born out of white supremacy. Uh, A lot of institutions, you know, our criminal justice system, (laughs) for example. But this is one that I had not contemplated so I don't know so when I first saw the the headline like Monique says you know black women should allow black men to have side chicks I was just like man what get out of here we know for a fact Monique has an open marriage that's not a secret that's not a scandal it's a one-sided open marriage she don't she don't get out in these streets? She don't, but he can. How you know she she said she don't get out in these streets? At least that's what she says. For real. I was just thinking, I assumed, well, maybe she's getting hers out the deal too. No, it's like I know he made I now, I don't know if Monique's changed, but I've only listened to like the podcast like a while ago and basically it was like he's allowed to go and you know, as long as it's not like disrespectful in my face it's fine but she never confirmed or denied if she did I don't recall her saying she's doing anything it's just he is allowed to interesting anyway as someone who is a married man hashtag black men don't cheat eight (laughs) hashtag BMDC <laughs> Gotta be very careful with this particular subject. Handle it very, very carefully because you sent this to me. <laughs> and all like, you sent me back were eye emojis. Be careful how you react. <laughs> Anything you say could be used against you in a court of law. I handled this like I was being. Or off the air. Either way, I handled <laughs> it like I was being questioned by the police. Being very careful, choosing my words very carefully on this particular subject. But anyway, I don't really, I don't don't have a problem with what she said necessarily. This is another, to me, the way I looked at it is, you know, we've talked about a lot of different, you know, relationship styles. I mean, polygamy, polyamory, whatever you want to talk about. You know, people... If we're going to be open to other things, I guess we have to be open to her point of view, too. But she can't, just like with anybody else, and this may be what works for you, you can't force it on somebody else and say, this is how what you should do also. That is to each their own. What works for you at your house, do it. Right. But you can't say everybody else has to do it, too. I want to be clear. I'm not opposed to her saying this at all you know she it's her show she has a right to say whatever she want to say just like she probably does on her podcast just say whatever you want to say and that's fine um but yeah it's you know as for me and my house we <laughs> we are monogamous units and that's it so i don't i don't Damn. have an issue <laughs> Not fool with you. So I don't have an issue with her saying it. I don't. I don't even think I have an issue with her trying to t- 
tell people about it? But, uh, or are no, you trying to convince nah, people? Nah, I I don't have a problem with it necessarily, but keep your fucking keep that shit to yourself. Like too many times, a lot of y'all are here sharing your trash ass opinions, and I know it. I could sound like a hypocrite. Hell, I'm on a <laughs> fucking podcast to give it my opinion, but like some shit, you be like, mm, just don't say that out loud. Either way, but she has the right to that opinion. But, but is it born out of mono- uh, I don't know white supremacy though. I don't know about that shit. I don't. I don't necessarily know. I like but, the. I, I, it, I know, like some people were saying, like it came from the Bible. You know what I'm saying? Or somebody said, like, yeah. We we like to pull out the Bible and use certain scriptures when it's convenient. You don't follow the Bible all the time. So why now you want to cite the Bible in justifying this? Well, we don't know that she did that. I don't. You right. Somebody else said that. This is this is all this information is being like relayed third right second hand right. Um, but again, I don't, I do believe she probably said this. It's it doesn't sound unreasonable or out of character. And I I like the notion and the idea of deconstructing things that we've always accepted. You know. Um, like Just we've because talked it's about, always been done that way. Yeah, does not mean you have to continue to do right. it. Right. So I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for breaking down stuff and looking at it and saying like, where did this even come from, and why does this exist, or why does it exist the way it does, and does it oppress some other kind of group? You know, it does the function does monogamy function to oppress black men or black men and black women who are married? Maybe you know the I, black I, family? Question mark. I is that what she was getting? At? I don't listen again. I'm handling this subject very carefully. I could go off and give some I'm just of my curious, that's all. particular opinions. I just I'm just gonna be careful again. This is one. one of You're the, so careful. You're literally saying nothing. Yeah, this is fine. I, I'm gonna be neutral on this subject. <laughs> Again, but if it works at your house, more power to you. Go right ahead. If you feel like you know you want to give your man a side chick, go ahead and let him let him know it's okay. Go ahead and give him that pass. Some if you want to be the side chick, maybe you should. I think I was about to say some people should spend some time as a side chick. It's like minor league baseball. You got to get trained what? before you move up to the big leagues. Oh my gosh. We're gonna get so much. Are we hate mail? Are we? I'll at least get some hate texts. The hell is your husband on? <laughs> so listen. You see my face? What? Listen, if you and trained your, up for what? Because so you learn how relationships should work. I don't know. What's the training for you? Trial and error. I don't fucking know. What's the training for men? It's always, you, what about the men? It, it's a both and. Okay, go be a side dude. Like maybe, go be a side dude. What? No. Damn. What? I, no, this is going into, look, more often than not, women are already coached and talked to about being monogamous and being in a relationship and being faithful and yeah. stand by your man and all this and all that. Where do y'all go to get trained up in the way we are trained we are trained a lot of times is the what we are trained is probably what you consider wrong like if you train to 
go and get as many women as possible. That's what a man is trained to do. Not again. That's another one of the things like you might want to look at it and address it and say just because that's all how it's always been doesn't mean you have to continue to do that. But you want to know what we are trained to do, and that's what we are trained to do. And then you wonder why he had a man struggles. You know, once he is in a relationship because he's been trained his whole life to hunt. That's the real what's born out of white supremacy. Boom. Okay. There it is. Either way, live your life. I don't care. You decide what you do in your house. I will decide what we do over here. But I'm much more interested in this side, this track of like this tangent we got off on about. You Marcus Webb carries off inside side, dudes. Side chick, side dude. Everybody, need, one of my major theories on life. Everybody need to go through a whole phase, and in your whole phase, maybe that's your time where you can go be a side chick or side dude. In your whole phase. So, I'm trying to put all this together. <laughs> I'm trying. So I'm trying to make it make sense. Are you saying that you have to go through a whole phase? I'm not saying you have to. Oh, okay. Are you saying, okay. My original question was, are you saying you have to go through a whole phase in order to get, be in a relationship, be in a monogamous relationship? No, I'm not, I'm not saying you have to do anything. I think it would, like some people should. Because I think, like, if you think you, if you think you a good wife, you can, you would make a great wife, and you under twenty five, you fucking stupid. I don't think, like, I, I don't think, I don't think, I think you have to live a little bit and go. I don't think you, I, I wouldn't have made a good husband under thirty. Sex. I think you just. So are you aiming this? It's at, like a training program. Are you aiming this at women or men? Both. Nobody's prepared. Like, go be something like on the side, maybe until you like figure it out. So but if you're say. something on the side, you're messing up somebody else's stuff. But you see what right? not to do. You are what not. To okay. do. <laughs> you are the what not. Okay, to like do. shit. I, you learn like whatever that person did. Okay, maybe I won't do that. Or I maybe, can't. or maybe you get to see like, okay, actually, they other than this shit, maybe they got a great relationship. I don't know. I, oh, oh. <laughs> I I struggle so much because I I would think there's a difference between saying like, hey, go be somebody's side piece and watch their relationship from afar and see how it's done question mark versus just hey get out here and be single and alone and date and figure it out and have sex with whoever and do whatever you want trial and error whatever i think that's the same thing it's not the same thing nobody says you can't be you can't date that's a lot of it's a lot of y'all who are side chicks with boyfriends. You yeah, date. I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying there's a difference between dating and being being out here and having sex and being chill and whatever, casual, versus um, being the side person on another person's relationship. I mean, because that's what's like polygamy isn't acceptable. That's why you could like have like a 
a sister wife kind of situation, but that's not allowed. For who? It's illegal. Well, you're talking about marriage. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I said if if that was legal, right, you would have like the older wife who could train up the younger wife. Oh, that sounds terrible. You said it like it was a teen bride. Like the older wife trains up the younger wife. I mean, we ain't talking about underage. But either way, man, I told you, my opinions are just my opinions. Just like Monique's opinion are her opinions. I don't care what you do. Email us at where the webs one at gmail.com. That's where the webs one at gmail.com. I might be tripping. I don't know. But also, I okay, going back to the Monique thing, because we, we had a whole other conversation that broke out of this, but um there was the part where this blogger says she referred to women more often than not as bitches and then men as kings. That may be a subject people want to address. I don't understand why, aside from the whole Monique thing, I just don't understand why women in general are now so okay with calling each other bitches and hoes. Or like, But it's, it's cool now. But... Is that a problem? I don't know. I'm, but you're not a if, woman. It's, it's kind of <laughs> like if you heard it from somebody else, then you'd be mad. It's it's almost like the n word. That's what. That's exactly what I thought it's, about. It's become like that. Like you get mad when you hear it from somebody from the else. out group. But then you know a gay man will call you a bitch, and you just like, oh, he's so funny. That's my gay friend. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Uh, bitch. Because the, like, the ah, yeah, the ah, blogger ah, was talking about that. She was like, I don't like anybody to call me that. Yeah. You know, why, I don't understand why women say that to each other. And that's what I thought. I was like, it's one of those term of endearment things. It has become that, but still. And it's all in the inflection and how you I say guess. it. You know? Saying you're one versus Oh, like, <laughs> I'm probably the worst person to tell. Um, but I mean what is the difference you know if you think about it Missy Elliott made a song she's a bitch and she was talk- talking about herself you know when they say my name whatever but she was wearing it with pride right she wasn't saying it like it was a bad thing. Was she wearing it with pride? Or she was just saying, like, this is what they say about she me. She's a bitch whenever they say my name. Talk, jump, but won't look my way. Yeah, she, they She's talking about me. What, but She wasn't saying I'm proud to be one. But she wasn't not. I don't know. She She's a bad bitch. <laughs> that, that's another term. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> but it's not up for me to, to say. What's the name? I was going to say Meredith. I can't remember her name. She had a song called I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. I'm a child. I'm a mother. I'm a sinner. I'm a saint. Like all of these things. Yeah. It doesn't that, have to be a in derogatory the, in that situation. I, I don't think she was saying this is a good thing. She was just saying like I sometimes I'm I'm a bitch. It's not good, but I can she be that sometimes. She didn't say it wasn't good. I think she was. Is it always bad to be a bitch? I don't know. You tell somebody tell me. Sometimes you have to be. Do you? Maybe. 
All right, they just get things done. Do they? Sometimes, yeah. (laughs) Sometimes, you only see it as a bad term, always a negative term. Yeah, as someone who uses it frequently, (laughs) it's almost (laughs) always in a negative context. It's never like I can't think. I'm trying to think of a time where I was like using it and it was positive. Nah. And I guess it's funny because we've never talked about it, but I I use it sometimes and it's not negative. Okay, how do you use it in a positive way? Like like I said a minute ago, like she's a bad bitch. It's not a bad thing. I guess you know I've never. I I don't think I've ever called anybody. A bad, bad bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded weird coming I'm, out of your mouth right there. <laughs> nah, I don't think I've ever said that out loud before. <laughs> I, it, it does sound like the N-word, like flipping it on its ear and making it something else by the people who... Maybe not the people who originated the term, but the people who use it now. Maybe my point of view on the word is just you know messed up because of how i use it it's always a adjective then that word <laughs> and it's never a good context it's never a positive context if i say bad bitch it's a bad built bitch or some <laughs> no no bad breath bitch <laughs> or lucky it's stinking our doll. But I, I don't know. This is interesting because I've never I never talked about it. Um, we've never talked about this. But I can see her using it in that way and not ever saying the equivalent. Like if you're gonna say black men are kings, do you ever say like women are queens or black women are queens? Did the one thing I did come from is like it it makes me wonder about her own self esteem. Like how does she see herself? Right? Yeah. And do you see yourself as does she see herself as a queen? Or do are you the queen and everybody else isn't? I don't know. I thought about I, the one thing that keeps sticking in my head is from the Queens of Comedy, right? And I remember the towards the end of her stand-up, like her last big joke, and she was saying, whatever your man asks you to do, essentially, this isn't the exact wording, but whatever he asks you to do, you better do it. Yeah. If he says he wants to go in your ear, like lend him your ear, ear, like do whatever you have to do. And it was all these big jokes. And now it's like, no, literally do what you got to do. Like, (laughs) whatever. That's what like, I are you like, comfortable with an open marriage because you're really comfortable with that because that's what you wanted or you decided to do or was it because it's what you felt like you had to do? And I'm, I don't want to lose this person, so I do whatever I got to do to keep this relationship. Whether it be let him go, you be with somebody else. So that's why I said, is this just like a reflection of her self esteem? So that's what's really upsetting to me. That that idea bothers me a lot, and not just. This with is her or anybody. Submissive. Yeah. <laughs> I had to pause. I wasn't expecting you to say that. But it is. I don't. I'm not a fan of anybody who's like, I feel like I have to do this in order to keep this person or to keep this relationship. And it's not anything you're really okay with. You're trying to 
force yourself to be okay with it. And some people do. I, you see a lot of people putting up with a lot of things. I yes! You, I forgot what that, the love podcast, remember the lady was like, look, that might be too much, but just take doing whatever. I don't know. What? But, <laughs> oh, 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 you mean like Savage Love? So, yeah. Yeah, like some extreme stuff. I, you don't. You don't have Mon- to take. Monique a- is slowly turning into her character from Precious. I, that's my prediction. What? <laughs> oh, Mon- the, oh. Mon- Monique is oh, turning. No, it. no, she, no. Look, man. I think because it's it to me has been downhill since then. I think that char- playing that character messed in Precious up. messed her up. She was man. in too deep. Too. That far. was a dark place. Yeah. That was a real dark yeah. place. Yeah. I would have man that, get some therapy after that. I hope so. But seriously, though, the idea of forcing yourself to do something just to keep somebody, who is really worth your your self-esteem, your self-worth? She feel like your sense that of self. person. And again, I'm not saying that she's not okay with the open marriage thing, but I did start to question it when we were talking and you're like, I don't think she sleeps with anybody. Yeah, I, don't, I think she stays faithful to it's just him and that's my now, thing i'm like are, could, are you are you comfortable like are you happy with that or are you just i don't know you know this is probably like i said this is an extreme form of submission i bet you monique is fixing plates too just tell her we're gonna talk we're gonna, gonna talk, talk about, about fixing, fixing plates, plates. <laughs> but Mon- we'll talk monique, about fixing monique, people plates. monique gonna go fix the plate he gonna eat before the kids eat he gonna get the big piece of chicken <laughs> yeah you know he he get the big piece of chicken at that in that house. So I know we we covered we covered a lot of ground out and of this that one, one subject. The title of this one is "Side Chicks and Bitches." <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot. There's so much oh. more here than I really expected to find. But please email us all your thoughts. Where the webs one at gmail.com. That is where are the webs number one at gmail.com. Okay. Are we moving on? Are we taking take a, break? a break? All right. Let's pause. We'll be right back. And we're back. I think that's one of your favorites. It is. So, hey, everyone. Honestly, we I think both of us were shocked about how much came out of the the first one, topic yeah the one subject we didn't even get to we had like 10 things written down yeah really maybe we'll save those sure so getting into our review as promised whiskey alley in aiken south carolina yes so my opinion uh real cool ass food good drinks is it was different Definitely unexpected in the middle of Aiken, South Carolina. But, I mean, everything from, like, the cheese board. We had a liverwurst board. Fancy liverwurst with some mustard and some pickled onions. Um, The octopus. The gnocchi. I had a short rib burrito. Yes. So, just to be clear, there was a table of, it was five of us. Yeah, we didn't eat all that food. By <laughs> all that food you saw, if you saw our Insta- my Instagram or Mr. Webb's stories, um, that was five people. 
So one of us got the charcuterie board with the cheeses. You had a little mozzarella, uh, blue cheese, which was really good, some cheddar. Um, and it also had that mustard. And then it had like a ketchup jam. I think it may have been pepper. I don't know. Something. Red pepper It was jelly. weird. But I mean, not weird in a bad way. It was just like, huh, I, I can't pinpoint Sweet, this. Maybe a little Then kick. we had the liverwurst board. Had never had liverwurst before. I still couldn't quite tell you what liverwurst is about. This is going to be weird and a little off subject. That liverwurst kind of tastes like that Beyond Meat burger. Maybe? Okay. But it has the consistency of potted food meat. So does that Beyond Meat burger. (laughs) That doesn't make anybody want it. (laughs) Y'all better go get that Beyond Meat burger. It's the future. I don't know what to tell you about the octopus appetizer. I don't remember how how it was prepared exactly. I think it was grilled. Oh, okay. It's grilled. But I mean, all of the fixings. It had a little yeah, a sauce and. But very. Also, speaking of that, the presentation on very everything. Nice. Very nice presentation on all the dishes. The service was good. Um, I had some some fancy drinks. I had we that, all had um, fancy drinks yeah. all around. Yeah. I had that frozen peach sangria. It was like he had adult, a frosé. Yeah, adult slushy. Mr. Webb had a frosé. Yeah. Oh, I called us bitches yesterday. I said we were fancy bitches with our little drinks. Yeah. You didn't say a word. I mean, I don't, I just, all I said about the word <laughs> is that I don't you know I don't necessarily always use it in a positive context. So that's it's just me. I said we were fancy bitches with our little fancy drinks because he had a frosé and I had a. It was like a, I don't want to say a frozen margarita because it was thicker than that. It was like an icy. It was yeah. a margarita icy with jalapeno, like jalapeno flavor in it. It was watermelon and jalapeno in an icy. Yep. Yes. So delicious drinks. Then the entrees, you had the short rib burrito, like you said, mm-hmm. which was huge. Yeah, I, I couldn't even eat. By the time we had all those appetizers, the burrito came out. I barely ate any of it. Yeah, you. It, it, I mean, everybody was stuffed. I ordered. Um, oh, I had the crab salad, grilled Grish. cheese. Yeah. Which it was Havarti cheese, so good, so good. This crunchy, toasty bread. You had the crab salad in there. It's real crab, and no imitation crab. You can always tell the difference. You can taste it. So, uh, cheesy, melty, sweet, tangy, all of that stuff. Yeah. So, if you find yourself uh, in Aiken for whatever reason, you know. <laughs> or you're course, nearby, traveling through, and you you were like, hey, let's find somewhere pretty decent to eat. You go for a polo tournament, an actual polo tournament, like real horses. They're they're known for their horses in Aiken. They have a steeplechase. Yeah, all that. Anything horse related, you probably can find it in Aiken. And it was nice. There there's an upstairs, downstairs, there's the back porch, upstairs, downstairs, there's outside seating, and there's live music in the front. Yeah. I mean, just that alley area of the atmosphere, yeah. Uh Aiken, South Carolina, cool. Little hangout, especially this time of year. When it's, it's summer, warm outside, you know, even at night, 
good little place to hang out. Not only the places that we went, like down, we went to the tap room, we went to Whiskey Alley, but there's a Mellow Mushroom there. There's a couple other restaurants. Check out the uh, alley in Aiken. Highly recommend. Cool. What's next? All right. So up motivation, next, sir. My, so back to the motivation. I'm. I didn't have any actual motivation per se this week, but you know, uh, Mrs. Webb reminded me that I've. You know, kind of straight away from my tips for entrepreneurs and my sales tips. So back to my acronym, E-P-I-C, EPIC, right? Remember, EPIC stands for Engage, Probe, Introduce, Close. You can apply this to any particular aspect, in like business. If you're an you know, entrepreneur, you're trying to acquire clients, do sales, it can apply. I think we start, we left off, I just did the first letter, which is Engage, but the other, you know, let the next letter, the P it probe is probably one of the most important parts of the whole, you know, framework. You gotta ask questions. How do you know that you have a solution that will meet someone's needs if you don't ask questions? How do you know y'all are a good fit? So many times in business we so you know, you're so desperate to just make money and just take anybody. Sometimes, you know, you may have a client that may not work for you no matter what business you're in this may i may we may not be a good fit so you have to ask questions um other you know strategies that i've used very similar will call this the consult phase right you have to consult how do i know i gotta ask questions i gotta get to know you and a lot of times i you gotta treat this like you're on a good uh first date don't talk about yourself we know what you do you're 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 a therapist you're you're a photographer you're a hairdresser you're you know we know what you do find out about that person find out about your client what is it that's you know going on with them so very important part i'll talk more i'll try to talk more about the sales tips but get to know your people a term i like to use when i'm training my sales people is you have to have a genuine curiosity about that person. How do you know how to sell to them if you don't know anything about them, right? So this is your time, this is your chance. Don't feel like you're being nosy. Get in there, get deep. Find out about that person and what their needs are in order to better sell them. That's my tip for this week. I like it. Thank you. All right, Mr. Webb, get back on track. Sure. And also, earlier in the episode, you did say you were motivated. You were motivated, encouraged by all those little kids. They're not little kids, but the kids you saw yeah, the graduating. Little, the, the graduates. Yeah, man. Yeah. It, I need to... Reminds me, like, yo, maybe you should step up your game a little bit. These kids coming out. These kids guns are... Guns blazing. Like, they are taking off. They on your ass. They out they, here they with coming cert- for you. certifications and letters and stuff behind their name already. Now, even not that like I, I I have a fear that like any of those little kids will like overtake me, and maybe they will at some point. But you know what? It, one thought I had while sitting at the graduation and that kind of motivated me was like these kids are gonna need opportunity. Like I wish I could be the person that could help these kids. Eventually, a lot of these kids are going to need something like an internship. You're going to need mentors. I want to be in a position where I can, you know, be an example for the kids. 
that's kind of what that's what how they motivated me. Mr. Webb loved the kids. Sure. Like trick. Love the kids. Love the kids. All right. Um, mental health moment. So it is June. Yay. Yeah. It's officially June. We are six months into the year. Who? 2019. Playing no games. Right. Coming for you. So June is also Pride Month. All right. So this is around the time you start seeing uh, pride organizations, pride parades, celebrations, all that good stuff. So I wanted to take a moment and say what it means to be a support and what it means to be an ally um, of the LGBTQ plus community. And I, I will say it like this. It's challenging to be a support and ally, not because like your heart's not in the right place. It's like trying to be woke. Think about it, right? If I really want to be quote unquote woke as a woman of color, then I have to be aware of businesses that mistreat people of color and not support those businesses. You know what I'm saying? It, it goes that far. Like I try to be conscious and be aware of what media I'm consuming. And you start thinking about, well, where do I shop? How do I spend my dollars? What is this going to? What is this funding? It's hard to be woke. And it's also, this also applies to LGBT communities because, you know, we talked about Chick-fil-A and Chick-fil-A <laughs> is not really here for the gays. I, I... And yet you still eat the chicken sandwiches. So this is what I'm saying. If you really want to be a support and an ally, it takes a little bit of effort. I am still always trying to educate myself and learn more because the organizations I thought would be the best to support the LGBTQ community are not necessarily. So I'm learning that whereas I thought GLAD is like, duh, the face. And the more I'm looking at it, there are all these think pieces and posts and think of things about, hey, GLAD supports people of color when it's convenient, or they put up brown faces, black and brown faces when it's convenient. You know, they don't disperse funds into the community like they should, like things like that. It's like, okay, so where do you start? Start local, start small, start in your community. It's the same with any other big conglomerate like Goodwill or Salvation Army. I mean, not so much for Salvation Army, but more with the goodwill because the people at the top get all this money and what happens, you know, does the trickle down. So if you want to start as an ally, start small, start local, look around in your community, um, P flag, right? Yeah. Parents, family, friends, right? So look for small local chapters, look for homeless shelters that support um, LGBTQ youth because they're the most vulnerable and at risk um, because people throw them out of their homes, they get cast out of their communities, they're very vulnerable. So if you want to donate, start there. If you want to give up your time, your energy, your efforts, funds, start there. Start small, start local. It's the same with Red, you know, Red Cross. 
whenever you see a hurricane or tornado, there's always people who are like Red Cross isn't distributing the funds or they're only distributing X amount of dollars. Get to the grassroots, find who you can locally, donate your time and efforts and money there. So if you really want to be an ally, start small, start there. Also, start with the people closest around you. Do the people in your inner circle have some very strong, maybe damaging opinions about the LGBTQ community? It starts there. These conversations start at home. These conversations start with the people that are closest to you. So if you're not challenging them and challenging their views, then you can't really say you're being an ally. If you're not willing to speak up to the people closest to you. It's not just a public thing. It's a private thing. If you're going to do it, then do it. So mental health is about right now. This mental health moment is about supporting the mental health of the LGBTQ community. I still want my Chick-fil-A sandwich. So what you got from this? I was just, <laughs> look, I'll be an ally. Just an ally with a chicken sandwich. Damn it. Damn it, Marcus. Are you saying it like you, you I don't... I do like the damn sandwich. You, you hoard Chick-fil-A sauce. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about your hoarding of Chick-fil-A sauce. <laughs> Why do you feel the need to save Chick-fil-A sauce? I also save Popeye's sauces. They're just in my desk drawer at work. Do we want to talk about me hoarding sauces in general or what? Your mental health. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you hoarding condiments? (laughs) Because condiments are fucking great. What do you mean? Condiments are good. Why are you addicted to the mayonnaise from Burger King? The spice of life. I'm about to have an intervention. The mayonnaise at Burger King is is what, a good mayonnaise. It's what, by far a superior mayonnaise. The mayonnaise at Burger King is better than all other. In all, the little packets, yes. It's a good mayonnaise. <laughs> Why is this happening? <laughs> <laughs> I just came here to make my little podcast and go home. <laughs> I didn't come here for this. Oh, yeah. So my oh. point was. Being an ally in public and private are two different things. Yes, I And agree. that's not just the LGBTQ community. That's black people, brown people. This this is Native Americans. This is Asian Americans. This is um, any, like, any group pushed out to the margins and marginalized. Like, any group that is not considered, quote-unquote, the majority. Okay? So, Hispanic people... You know, Latino people, all of them. Like, support in public and private. So. Exactly. We need allies and advocates. We need, right. yeah, across groups. It support qu- across groups. We don't get it right all 100% all the time. I mean, obviously, I just proved that. But we, <laughs> it's the effort. Like, make the effort to educate yourself and do better. Yes. All right. Great mental health moment. Thank you for your mental health moment. Anyway. All right. So, almost done. Wrapping it up. You got some roses. Who you want to get some roses to? Yes. 
continuing our theme of uh, pride. Yes. So this today's roses go to Marsha P. Johnson. Now, Marsha P. Johnson was an American gay liberation activist and drag queen. So a very spoken, um, outspoken advocate for gay rights. And Marsha P. Johnson was alive from August 1945 through July 1992. So died fairly young. Is that young? Hold on. 45 to 92? That's pretty young. I think. 45 to 92? Yeah. Okay. You weren't even 50. She wasn't even 50. Not quite. That's pretty young. If okay. you are we doing this again where you're nah. like, oh, if you die in your forties, that was a good life. No, nah, no, no, continue on. I've Bad math. Continue on. So, um Marsha was a founding member of the Gay Liberation Front and I wanna make sure I say this right, co founded the gay and transvestite advocacy organization. Transvestite is no longer a term that's used, but it was at the time. Street Transvestite Action Revolutionaries. So, was out here during the Stonewall riots when that took place. Had, so, the question is, who threw the first brick at the police? Like, who started it? So, she has been credited with this, but has also said that she did not start it, but she was part of the, the melee. Yeah. At any rate, an activist through and through, and, like I said, no longer with us, but still roses but uh, i think so to everybody out there there may need like some history context but the reason why pride is celebrated in the month of june is because of the riot that took place at the stonewall nightclub in greenwich greenwich village right and isn't this the 50th anniversary it is it's the 50th anniversary so that's why you know, you're going to see the, the Pride events throughout the month of June. Mm-hmm. But it all started, and it goes back to paper. I don't know how many people died in this particular uprising or riot that happened at this club. But that is where the 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 Pride events originate from. Right. The reason that they're held in the month that they're held. Right. So, um, she was active in a lot of organizations, a lot of great movements for the LGBT community, as it is now known. But I don't think there was an acronym at the time. Um, and identified as a drag queen, identified as trans, I believe. And, I mean, was a person of color fighting in this movement. Sex worker. Yes. Had a lot of, <laughs> a lot of strikes, a lot of things to fight for. Um, so... These are my roses, Marsha P. Johnson. Cool. Anything else? Mr. Webb's leaving tomorrow. Oh, yeah. On the way to Detroit. She'll have some, hopefully, some interesting stories. Some inter- some some good food to talk about. Something. You know, if you know anything about Detroit, drop me an email. I'll be there till Friday, so... Give me any recommendations, um, places I should go. 
maybe I'll get to go see Motown. That's cool. You know, I don't. I don't cool. know the official food of Detroit. Like I don't know what to say to look for. Little or... Caesar's Pizza. Go to sleep. <laughs> I'm so done with you. I'm done with you. I'm tired. All right, we're done. <laughs> Anything else at all? Nah, I'm done, man. Y'all have a great week. We out. All night long, we like to party till the break of dawn. We like to party all night long. We like to party till the break of dawn. We like to party.